Welcome to What's a Crime, I'm Linda and today we're going to be talking about the case of Ahmad Arbery, a 25-year-old man who went for a jog on Sunday, February 23rd and shortly after 1pm he was tracked down and shot dead. Now no real charges happened in that death for over 74 days until last week when a video was released. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below and click that notification bell. Make sure you click it to all. Click the like button if you support this video and share this out where you can. Now, let's get into it. On the afternoon of Sunday, February 23rd, 2020, a 25-year-old man named Ahmad Arbery went out jogging in a suburb called Satilla Shores in Brunswick, Georgia. During that afternoon jog, he was shot to death and never made it back home. As Ahmad was jogging in the neighborhood, he is seen on camera going towards a home that is under construction. He enters the property and there is footage of him checking out the inside of this place. The owner of the home said there's four short clips of a man who appeared to be Ahmad coming onto his property on February the 23rd. And on these cameras, it shows the man walking by the garage and down to a dock on the Little Satilla River. The owner was asked whether the cameras show that the man is stealing or committing any crime. And he said that it just shows him trespassing. And the owner wanted to be anonymous because he has been receiving death threats. So as Ahmad was checking out this home being built, there's a 911 call that's being made by Gregory McMichael, who is a retired district attorney's office investigator. And he calls 911 and he says that there's a black guy in a white shirt who is in Satilla Shores on a property under construction. And the 911 operator says, and you said someone's breaking into it right now? And he says, no, it's all open, it's under construction, and he's running right now, there he goes right now. And the 911 operator later says that she's sending police to the scene, but she says, I just need to know what he's doing wrong. Then there was a video that's been recently released on May 5th that shows two men going after Ahmad. One is in the bed of the truck and the other one is right beside. And then you hear three gunshots and then you see Ahmad collapse in the street. So here's what happened according to the police report. On Sunday, February 23rd, 2020, I responded to the intersection of Satilla Drive and Holmes Drive in reference to shots fired. While en route, I was advised there was shots fired and a male on the ground bleeding out. A short time later, I was advised the male on the ground was deceased. Upon my arrival, I observed Officer Minshew setting up a perimeter. I began speaking with Gregory McMichael, who was a witness to the incident. McMichael stated that there have been several break-ins in the neighborhood and further the suspect was caught on surveillance video. McMichael stated he was in his front yard and saw the suspect from the break-ins hauling ass down Satilla Drive towards Buford Drive. McMichael stated he then ran inside the house and called to Travis McMichael and said, Travis, the guy is running down the street, let's go. McMichael stated he went to his bedroom and grabbed his 357 Magnum and Travis grabbed his shotgun because they didn't know if the male was armed or not. McMichael stated that other night they saw the same male and he stuck his hand down his pants which led them to believe the male was armed. McMichael stated he and Travis got into the truck and drove down Satilla Drive toward Burford Drive. 
McMichael stated when they arrived at the intersection of Satilla Drive and Holmes Drive, they saw the unidentified male running down Burford Drive. McMichael then stated Travis drive down Burford and attempted to cut off the male. McMichael stated that unidentified male turned around and began running back the direction from which he came and Roddy attempted to block him, which was unsuccessful. McMichael stated he then jumped into the bed of the truck and he and Travis continued to Holmes in an attempt to intercept him. McMichael stated they saw the unidentified male and shouted, stop, stop, we want to talk to you. McMichael stated they pulled up beside the male and shouted stop again, at which time Travis exited the truck with a shotgun. McMichael stated the unidentified male began to violently attack Travis and the two men then started fighting over the shotgun at which point Travis fired a shot and then a second later there was a second shot. McMichael stated the male fell face down on the pavement with his hand under his body. McMichael stated he rolled the man over to see if the male had a weapon. I observed blood on McMichael's hands from rolling the unidentified male over. Photographs were taken of McMichael's hands and were uploaded to Spillman under property 20-03176. Now I'd like to talk about a couple things in this. Um, there was a report from Gregory saying that there had been burglaries in the area, but there was only one burglary that was reported in the area between January 1st and February 23rd. That was a gun that was stolen from Travis's unlocked pickup truck. So that's something to note. Also, in the video that's been shown that many of you have seen, the guy's name who took the video of it all, his name is William Bryan, also known as Roddy, as I mentioned in when I was reading the statement out loud. And so they know each other, the McMichaels and him. Now, he claims that he basically saw something going down and decided to record it and that he's just simply a witness. And I did also see today that there was an exclusive that he's getting threats and he's scared for his life. And he said, I had nothing to do with it. I'm trying to get my life back to normal and it's been smeared for the last week. I was told I was a witness and I'm not sure what I am other than receiving a bunch of threats. And there are questions why he was there and why he recorded it. And his attorney wouldn't allow him to answer that, but he said this. My client was responding to what he saw which was someone in the community he didn't know being followed by a vehicle he recognized. Without going into details about the level of crime in this community, in this subdivision, I think most people in this subdivision were aware that there were issues. And apparently now this guy and his fiance are now living in their car and their fear, they fear for their lives. And he said, I'd be lying if I didn't say I wasn't scared. If that's what they wanted to do was scare me, they've scared me. And it was actually an attorney that leaked this video. And his name is attorney uh, Alan Tucker told Inside Edition on Friday that he was responsible for releasing the footage. And it shows his buddies, so Gregory and Travis, engaged in a fatal altercation with Ahmad in Brunswick on February 23rd. And he says this, I really thought releasing the video would put the truth out to the public. If he had just froze and hadn't done anything, then he wouldn't have been shot. And Ahmad died that day, right there on that video. It took 74 days for anybody to be charged in this crime. And during this time, two district attorneys actually recused themselves. The first was Gregory's former boss, 
and that is Brunswick Judicial Circuit District Attorney Jackie Johnson. So she recused herself from this case. And then Waycross Judicial Circuit County's DA George Barnhill, he took over but stepped aside a month later at the request of the um, Ahmad's family. And Barnhill's son works as a prosecutor in Johnson's office. So then Barnhill has a letter recusing himself and he said that he didn't believe that Gregory and Travis should be charged with a crime. And he said that Greg, Travis and William, who's the one that filmed the video, were following Ahmad in hot pursuit because he was a burglary suspect. And Barnhill also said, it appears their intent was to stop and hold this criminal suspect until law enforcement arrived. Under Georgia law, this is perfectly legal. And Atlanta civil rights attorney L. Chris Stewart said this case does not fit the proper description of a citizen's arrest. It says that the Georgia citizen's arrest law requires that the offender must have committed a crime in the presence of another person or that person must have immediate knowledge of a crime that has taken place by the perpetrator. And so this attorney said that to see a black man jogging down the street and assume he's a criminal, grab guns and chase him down is ridiculous. And he said it's insanity to even attempt to try and call that citizen's arrest. Now, I thought this was a little extra interesting when I read this today. It's reported that Barnhill's son, who's a prosecutor in the Brunswick's DA's office, and Gregory McMichael previously worked together on a case involving Ahmad. And Barnhill wrote that his son and Gregory McMichael both helped with the previous prosecution of Ahmad Arbery. And when Ahmad was in high school, he was sentenced to five years probations on a weapons charge. And Greg McMichael's affiliation with Ahmad Arbery wasn't mentioned in the Glynn County Police report from the day of the shooting. And Gregory told police he recognized Ahmad from a surveillance video that captured a recent burglary in his neighborhood. No mention that he knew who Ahmad was. Interesting. Now, last week, agents with the Georgia Bureau of Investigation found enough probable cause to arrest these two men in the death of Ahmad. And it was within 36 hours of being handed the case. And the agency's director named Vic Reynolds said on a news conference on Friday, just this past Friday, the probable cause was clear to our agents pretty quickly. And Gregory McMichael, 64, and Travis McMichael, 34, are charged with felony murder and aggravated assault and booked into the Glynn County Jail. And he also says there's sufficient probable cause to charge the McMichaels with felony murder and aggravated assault. I can tell you that if we didn't believe it, we wouldn't have arrested them. If we believe it, then we're going to put the bracelets on them. And that's exactly what we did yesterday evening. Now, the case is now being investigated by District Attorney Tom Durden, a prosecutor in a neighboring county, and he plans to present this case to a grand jury once the pandemic restrictions um, are lifted. Now, they're also saying that the GBI has obtained more evidence than the local police, and this Tom Durden, who took over the case on April 13th, said on Friday that there's new developments every day. And this past Friday would have been 
Ahmad's 26th birthday and people from around the country were running 2.23 miles marking the day he died to commemorate his life. I've seen um, Oprah Winfrey, Kim Kardashian all talking and um, speaking up about Ahmad's death. Now Ahmad's former football coach Jason Vaughn from Brunswick High School said he thinks that this case was a mistaken identity. He said that people are known for jogging that area all the time and we all know Maude likes to jog that area. He would stop and sometimes in the middle of his workout he'd play basketball with the younger kids and at the end of the game he'd go back to jogging. That's the kind of person he was. Now Jasmine Arbery, Maude's sister, told CNN that the family feels relieved over the arrests and she said it's been a long time it feels like it's been a long time so this day was a turning point in recovering my brother's case and getting justice for him she also told cnn that she thought the shooting was a hate crime now back to the georgia bureau of investigation they said all that matters is what the facts tell us every stone will be uncovered I know this case has been blowing up all over the world and it is a very important case. It took me a few days to digest it, uh, partly because I'm recovering from oral surgery and um, partly just because there's so many moving parts to it. I'm just trying to catch up now and there's a whole bunch of information coming in. When it comes down to it, in my opinion, somebody got shot in the middle of the street and it looks like hunted in the middle of the street and winds up dead. One could argue about going into the construction site. In the surveillance video, kind of looks like he was just curious as to what's around there. He didn't take anything. He wasn't, you know, I don't know what he was doing. We don't know. But at the end of the day, it looked like a scene from out of a movie and a scary one. You have a human being going down the street jogging. Okay, he goes and checks in on the house and then comes back out. You have two men that already know, or one for sure, that already knows Ahmad and immediately goes after him. And then you have another guy, well, his son's with him. Then you have another guy videotaping it. Now, one thing I did notice is when he's videotaping it at one point he's getting in the middle of it so he's not taking actual video of Ahmad and Gregory and Travis he's just kind of getting in the middle and then pans over that to me was interesting usually if you're going to video something and you want something on tape you're going to try and video it all of it and you know it might be shaky but you're moving it but he kind of does the middle and then he goes to that so that actually makes me wonder um, and we do know they knew each other. He was calling him Roddy, which is his nickname. And he's saying like, hey, look, I'm just a witness, but I noticed, um, I noticed the truck is familiar to me and I knew something was going down. So I just hopped in and videoed it. So I, I don't know at this point. Bottom line is somebody was killed that day and somebody's child, somebody's brother, somebody's friend. And it, it, it just didn't need to happen. And even the coach said he quite often went into this neighborhood. So I'm curious if Gregory actually knew he came jogging in that neighborhood, how often 
he came in that neighborhood to jog. Um, just one of the things that I thought of is like, well, wait a minute, if he went quite often and he was watching this go down, like, was he expecting this? Was it just like that was the prime opportunity? Then he got in his truck and go after him. I do have to do a little bit more digging because I'm sure there's more information. I can't believe how much has come out just in the last couple of days that I've been um, laid up basically <laughs> from my surgery. So let's have a chit chat below and we can talk about it. Click the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Click the like button and click the share button. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.